You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. That's how you show your love to me. But hold on. I just thought you said butthole. I was like, where's this going? I like this love language. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your host, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Get that on clean up. Get on clean up. Get on clean up. How are you? I'm tired. I know. I'm Honestly, so tired. I debated. Um because you came down here and I was already down here. Like I heard you come downstairs. I debated just recording a solo episode. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, because I knew you weren't feeling well, and I was like going to be like, "Babe, I did this," and then you were going to do one next week. Oh yeah, you're just <laughs> let me in. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I had it all planned out. I had like specific things I was going to answer and then address. I'm not going to tell you because I do want to do this for another episode, and then you would jump on, and you would. Um, talk about the things that I talk about and answer the questions that I give you. It'd be good. If I did a solo episode on this podcast, it yeah. would be the least listened to podcast <laughs> in the history of podcasts. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't because people would listen because they'd want to know like it's, it's it, okay. I'm not going to give it away. It'll people be People would listen for five minutes and then they'd realize that I was by myself and they'd be like, next. No, because it was cool. I was going to talk about a few really funny things about you, like my favorite funny things about you. And then I had certain questions that I was going to answer that like your favorites. And then I was also going to give my answers so that when you do yours, you would answer the same questions, but people would be able to compare. And then I was going to be like, oh, this is like my favorite thing about Ryan, something that I wish he would do more. It, it was really well thought out. Well, two things. Number one, I appreciate you thinking about me not being on this pod today because I'm not feeling the greatest. The plague has hit our house. And then two, I don't think that would be a good podcast. I think it would have been awesome. Yours might. Yours might. What are you saying? You just can't talk by yourself? I can't I can. I can't talk about myself or I can't talk by, by myself. Yourself. Well, I think that the whole thing about the laughing couple dynamic is that there's a dynamic there as opposed to the laughing I would have Ryan. zero problem talking for 30 minutes. About me? Yeah. Wow. Just about our like relationship and like fun things. I'm sure you could. 
And I'm sure that... You can't, is what you're saying. I'm sure that there would be people who would listen to your episode. But what I'm saying is if we looked at the analytics of the podcast when it was solo Ryan, it would be over in about, I don't know, maybe five minutes. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Oh, it doesn't thanks. matter. That didn't happen. You woke up. So, okay. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> you can write us on, on the uh, old Instagram and say, uh, Brittany... Love you. No, Terrible idea. I think it, it would be really good. I think it would be good because in your episode, you would t- tell them stories about me, like f- funny, like favorite stories about me that I won't know. Like right, I'm not yeah, here. Yeah. Fuck you. It, anyways, I think it would be funny. Do you? You think it I, would be, like, eh? <laughs> I don't know why I got twang there. I don't know why. Okay. So this episode, we are going to do a few things. The first one, I love you and you're annoying. You have one? Go for it. Um, I had one last week that I, sh- that I was going to share and then I shared something different and I, I can't remember what it was, but I remember being like, like upset about it. So mm. I withheld, mm-hmm. um, and now I can't remember it. So I will tell you what I, I love you, Brit. One thing that I have noticed about you is when our kids are sick, I always get stuck sleeping with the sick one. Mm, that's not true. And then you, then I hear you on Instagram. You know, moms are always the last to get they sick. Are. Yeah, I'm, you're the last to get sick because I just sleep with the sick kids. That's not true at all. I literally slept slept with Cooper on Friday night. You said night. yesterday. You you said yesterday when Cooper's like, I gotta go to bed. Your dad's gonna sleep with you, and then she, he's like, I want to sleep with you, mom. And you're like, no, you're you're sick. Your dad's already slept with you, so why, why risk me getting sick? No, it's I not. heard you say that. That's not what I mean. I'm like, why would we? Like, we're eventually all going to get it. It doesn't make sense if I'm going to sleep with Cooper if you've already slept with him for two nights. I slept with him the night before. You said you're not feeling well. Why would we both be thrown in the trenches when we have to take care of the kids? I, My point was that, like, usually, typically, the mom is kind of organizing the life to figure out like who's staying home. Like for instance, I guess this is my, I love you and you're annoying today. Cooper is home from school because he's sick. So it's just, I'm automatically assumed that I have to cancel my whole day and be with him. There was no conversation. Hey, like I'll take the morning. You take the afternoon. It was just me, the default. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Who just was like, had to figure it out. We didn't have a conversation. You weren't like, let me see what I can do. I have this. I I had to say to you, I'm going to need some time in the afternoon to work. And you're like, okay. Right. Hold on. I said, I had a meeting with Amazon at one o'clock. It was four o'clock. Doesn't matter. At the time I said one o'clock. You said. And where was I? Hold on. Where was I at one o'clock? Hold on. Let me finish. I said, I have a meeting with Amazon at one o'clock. Your first response was, I have, I have a Zoom at 1.30. I'm like, okay, I guess I have a half an hour. Like, do you know what I mean? Like there wasn't any, okay, let me see if I can move my Zoom. Like I just spent the entire morning with Cooper and not, didn't get any work done. So this is frustrating for me. And that's why I, like earlier today, I said, we're going to have to figure out a schedule because yeah. I, I snapped a bit. That's not, fi- that's not fair. I have a job too, and I cannot afford to not work every single day this week. And it was frustrating that I just assumed that I was going to take the whole day off without a conversation. That would be frustrating. Yeah. I was up for your one o'clock meeting only to find out that your one o'clock meeting was a four o'clock meeting. Fair. Which worked out. And then then I was up to make sure that you were at your four o'clock meeting. 
and had to remind you of your four o'clock well, meeting. It was four o'clock PTS. PST? Yeah. <gasps> I always say PT. No, PST. it's it was one o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Yes, no, no. Four o'clock four EST. O'clock I get it, Standard I get it, yeah. Time. I didn't I didn't miss my meeting. I didn't realize what time it was. No, you're like, I need this, this, and this. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, don't you have a four o'clock meeting? You're like, oh, Hold on. Oh and my then God, I'm like yeah, I forgot. And then um so I had to leave because I was I had a nail appointment at five thirty. Oh, the life. I had a nail appointment at five thirty and I, you were like all huffy and puffy before I left. And I said, are you okay? I'm just so tired, like so grumpy. I'm like, you've had the kids for three hours. I wasn't grumpy about you, the kids. You're, tell your face I was that. grumpy about the fact that I hadn't slept in three days. Tell your face. And that's what I said to you very specifically. I'm just tired. I haven't mm-hmm. slept in three days. Yeah. It hasn't been uh, smooth sailing for me either. You also woke me up and I helped you with all of the throw up. This brings me to my next point. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Cooper has been sick. So he's like throwing up. We're changing the sheets. And he threw up on a new duvet, like a beautiful new duvet. Mm-hmm. And so Ryan's like, I'm like, where? first of all, I'm like, how did you clean it? In the middle of the night. So it's like three o'clock in the morning. So I do give you a little bit of grace because you were exhausted. I had been up for the third time. So I was like, where did he puke? And you're like on the duvet. I'm like, okay, well, we can wash that. That's fine. And so then in the room, I'm like, well, what did you clean? would you clean the bed with? And you were like, water. <laughs> Warm water. Hold on. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, he didn't throw up much. And then the best part is, is you had a Lysol disinfectant air spray. Yeah. Not a fabric it disinfectant. It kills 99%. In the air. In the air. No. Did he? No, Britt. I, I, honest to God, now you're going to make fun of me. I encourage you to read the instructions on the back of that bottle. It even says for fabrics, there's an entire Listen. direction as to what to do to, for fabrics. And I'll tell you this because at three o'clock in the morning, I didn't know what I was doing. I grabbed this. And I was like, this doesn't seem right to me. But then I looked at the instructions. It told me exactly what to do to fabric. So I did exactly yeah, what it told me to Lysol, do. It's a Lysol like refresher. It's not a, I'm going to clean out, throw up from a mattress. This is a Lysol disinfectant. Okay. So again. It disinfect puke. No, it, you still have to for. clean it up. It doesn't matter. That's even I what I'm upset about. It. So I come downstairs and I and we take the duvet out of the dryer and you're like, huh, look at these. These two big ass puke signs. I'm like, what the fuck are those? And you're like, it's puke. I'm like, well, I thought you cleaned it. I did. I'm like, well, you didn't. Like, did you scrub it? Would you clean it with? Water. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I said, hold on, no. I'm not done. Oh. I'm like, Ryan, what are you talking about? You can't clean throw up with water, not to mention like not sanitary. And I'm like, you have to like scrub it. You got to play, spray it with resolve, put OxyClean. You're like, oh, and then you left and like finished what you were doing in the kitchen. And guess who scrubbed it in the sink? Too many cooks in the kitchen, Brittany. You were, you were scrubbing. No, what am I going to do? Sit over your shoulder and watch you? There was one cook in the kitchen and the other one was cleaning the laundry. On, and I had some money on it. Wow, you are going to be ripped to shreds for that, that one. That was a joke. Just like last Jesus, week. Jesus, that was a joke. It wasn't funny. But listen, in my defense. <coughs> oh, oh, just throw that in there for some sympathy. In my defense. No. <laughs> I'm sick. In my, go I've got out. a tickle in my throat, Brittany. <laughs> I have a tickle in my throat. That's not what I'm sick about. Uh, in my defense, I assumed that the washing machine would wash the duvet. I put detergent in the washing machine. I didn't just throw it in there i put disinfectant for a two-hour wash what i thought i needed to do Mm -hmm. in all fairness 
And I now, I now, now know you that know. it's a learning process. I now know that that's not how you clean up. You throw gotta, up. You got to spot stain like treat. The, I throw thought up. what you needed to do was take the clumpy part of the puke away from the fabric mm-hmm. so that you're not like throwing f- chunky stuff. Well, in that the, too. Thank God you did I that. I did that. That's what I meant by I cleaned it. It's like, a, yeah, I got it all <laughs> off and I threw water on it to make sure that I wasn't sick. Well, now, you know, next time there's a stain anywhere, you have to spot treat the stain, okay? With OxyClean or some sort of stain remover that is more than H2O. Gentlemen, if you listen to this podcast, which is not sponsored by any sort of cleaning material, (laughs) there are rules of the game, apparently. Mm -hmm. To being an adult. And Speaking of. And the rules of the game are the washing machine doesn't do it out. What? It doesn't do it all. <laughs> the washing machine doesn't do it all. It does some things, but not the thing you'd think it does. Okay. Shocker. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, uh, yes. The old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What, you're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. You're right.
And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Can we... It doesn't clean things that are puke-related. Can we talk about um, just like a recap of last week's episode because the response that we got in our dms not only in the laughing couple but personally on mine were honestly just it we loved it like i mean yes a lot of them were very frustrated with ryan and his uh i would say like i just don't know if you expressed yourself the best that you that you could have okay and so not one guy came to my rescue not one in fact did you read what kevin wrote I didn't read what Kevin oh, wrote. Oh, he was like, he made me laugh. At one point, he was like, actually, Ryan, it seems like you want a participation trophy or a ribbon. <laughs> that was really funny. Well, Kevin. Anyways, so uh, we, at the Sounds end of good, the day, at the end of the day, we were just so happy that the conversations were being had because it is a topic that I feel like if we are thinking about other couples might have the same thoughts or similar thoughts. And so it opens up this dialogue in a relationship for these conversations to take place. And if you're like, Hey, I listened, I listened to this podcast. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, or maybe you got into a fight. Sorry about that. But at least there is a, there's a narrative that can be constructive and it could be you know, it's a learning thing for both of you. I learned that the word default, Ryan doesn't know the meaning of. (laughs) (laughs) No, I learned that the word default is a trigger for Ryan. So we are actively, I'm not using that term when I talk about the default parent, unless I'm making fun of him. Um, But we heard some like fun ones, like uh, what was the one that we liked? The idea behind it is this, and this is why it's important. So, well, I'll tell you about why it's important afterwards. But the thing about what Brittany's saying and what we love about this is when you listen to this podcast, we, we want to entertain you. We also want to provide a platform f- to educate you, but we also want pl- to, to uh, provide a platform for you to communicate with your spouse what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you hear someone else say the words that you're feeling, it's easier to be like, hey, listen to this they nail what I'm thinking Mm -hmm. as a place for you to start the conversation. That's all we're really asking for. So the amount of people that wrote us, whether good, bad, or indifferent, and there were a lot of, I would say a lot more for me, a lot more were like, Hey Ryan, have you thought about this? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, They were respectful people. And some of them people were just really triggered, but I think it's because their spouse, um, really didn't see like you at least give credit to all of the things the invisible work that i that i do yeah and a lot of spouses do not but here's what i will say that i will say this so i i got a lot of people telling me that the word default 
didn't mean what I thought default meant. It was more like a default setting on a computer. And as soon as I started reading that and recognizing that that is how it's interpreted when it's spoken inside this little community, which is a very large community, by (laughs) the way, um, I get it. I totally get it. But this is where it's really important to check in with your partner. And this is why I say words matter, because there is no right and wrong about my interpretation of a word when my interpretation of the word is an interpretation of the word. And so and so it's like I chose the wrong interpretation. But for the amount of time that I heard that word, that's what it meant to me. Hmm. And so, of course, I was triggered because it made me feel like you were speaking about me being incompetent as a parent. And I didn't dig that because that's not how I see myself. And that the fact that my spouse saw me that way, of course, it triggered me. I'm like, the fuck I am. And so what I'm getting at is, yes, there's a def- another definition of the word default that this arrangement falls into. And yes, you are the go-to parent, the point guard. You're taking lead on a lot of things. Recognize that. But where I'm getting at, and the reason I say words matter, is because if you if your partner's if your partner's triggered by something and you're not checking in on them, it's triggering. <laughs> yeah. Thanks it's triggering. Great. And I was triggered by that word. It pissed yeah. me off. And most things don't piss me off. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the other thing. Like a lot of things don't piss me off. You say a lot of things to your friends. I'm like, whatever. But what are you talking about? Just in general. Just in general. That, like, that piss you off? That don't piss me off. Okay. There's very few things in the world that piss me off. And the idea that this default parenting thing pissed me off was certainly a conversation that you and I had to have. And because we had to have that conversation, or because we got to have that conversation, I should say, you started to understand why it pissed me off. Listen, I don't want to get into it again. Yeah. It was just a very... And I understood what it meant. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was a very interesting ep- episode. Um, and then from that, Ryan and I had had these discussions and Ryan decided <laughs> to send me this video. And I think it was... Somebody sent it to us, right? I didn't send it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Somebody I didn't sent, send it, it to you at all. No, I said showed me you showed me this video somebody sent it to us in our laughing couple and um so ryan was like i think your intent was to be like see like this is what i mean or at the end i was like no so no not at all for the record i wasn't i i was in your perspective okay so basically this video is this woman and she's talking about um she says let's not confuse being an adult with loving our partner and then she goes on to it was give, talk about love language. Yeah, she's talking about love language and specifically acts of service. So she goes, an example is vacuuming is being an adult. Acts of service is proactively seeing the needs of your household. So Ryan was like, I know that we need to vacuum. <laughs> that was the I joke. I know. That was the Hold joke. On. I know the that joke. the dishes need to be done. I, I know. I see that the laundry is overflowing. <laughs> And I show you in my acknowledgement of those things. And so then I was like, that was so, a joke. No, but no, it wasn't. Cause I was like, so what you're telling me is you just suck at being an adult. And yes. you were like, I guess so. 
That was a joke, Britt. I that don't was think a so. joke. I think that you realized that after that you were like, fuck, this is not in my Is that favor. what you think? No. Yes, you're I do. Wrong. Anyway, that video was stupid. I was like, this girl, I don't understand. What? No, but here's what I'm saying. And here's what it says. And I, it, I actually liked the video because it did prove to me that I'm not good at adulting. Like, <laughs> That's not it the did. point, I was like, though. I'm like, yeah, whoa, shit. But what it, but the point of it was, was acts of, acts of service is not doing laundry. Acts of service is no. not vacuuming. No. Acts of service is actively participating in your relationship. So apparently you suck at that part. Yeah. I suck at being an adult. But I don't but necessarily But I am very agree. good at acts of service. No, but that's not true. Checking in with your partner, that's asking not how their day is going. That's not acts of, I think According that According to is, that woman, and she has an accent. I think that when you check in with your partner and you're having these conversations, she gives like a um, a situation where like, say your spouse has to go to the doctors. So um, you go to the doctors as a partner, like you're physically going, but like your acts of service is like researching, you know, like whatever. I just, I feel like acts of service, the term service for me is an act, like a physical act. Yeah. Keep going. What? That like vacuum. Of service. No. Like, like no. Fuck Let you. me define acts of service. I think it starts with an act. That's not. I of said service. to me, acts of service within the love language bubble yeah. are things that help your partner see that you want to help them. So, like, again, taking something off of their their load, whether that's laundry, whether that's dishes, whatever it is, it's a service that you're providing. So your spouse doesn't have to do it. It also is being an adult. Like it doesn't have to be separated. They can be the same. May I ask you a question? You may. So when, with respect to love language, right? There's a book, there's multiple books. Have you ever read any of them? No. So your idea of what acts of service is, is based off of knowing nothing about it. I'm sorry. Are you penalizing me for my interpretation of a word? No, I'm penalizing you for just, your interpretation. Let's just reverse back I'm to penal- default and I'm, what it meant to you. <laughs> I'm, I am penalizing you because there are four love languages in which we have a baseline to operate from. Those four you don't know much about. It doesn't, and you hear oh the words God. and you say, Nip, that's me. No, that, I'm saying. That right there, that's me. I'm saying... Out of the four love languages, I relate most to acts of service, which literally are acts of service. I'm You can, for sure. Let's check in on me. Let's actively think about, you know, what I'm sure. That doesn't help me, though. That just means that you're being my partner. You're being a good spouse. That's not serving me in the act of service. You're just a good spouse. But That's- what I'm saying is maybe if you read the book or did a little research on it, maybe there's one of the four that you actually fit into that's not acts of service okay. based off of your definition of acts of service. All I'm saying. I wasn't trying to define I'm just acts suggesting. of service. Well, I think you were. No, but- I wasn't. I was saying this is what it feels like to me. I've never read a, read a love lamp, apparently yeah, a book in, a lot in my life. Bit. I don't think I need to read fully about each love language to know which one I fit into. Maybe you do. Okay. I'm just saying, I think that gifting is my way of showing love. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like gifting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, and touch. You so know, hold on. So I'm touched. like, I'm, I'm super stressed out and Ryan will be like, what's your schedule? 
And then I am like, this is it. And then you'll like book me like at Langdon Hall. Like I was like, I'm so stressed out. I have so much going on. And you're like, no problem. You so you said you needed to get away. <laughs> I, you, yeah. I booked, sorry, the hiccups. I booked you a night at Langdon Hall, which is a hotel, a really nice hotel um, that I get to go to by myself, like get a spa service. Like that is your, that's how you show your love to yeah. me. But hold on. <laughs> Well, I just thought you said butthole. I was like, where's this going? Oh, I like this love language. I, although I appreciate that, I don't receive the way you show. Like Mm. I receive it like, hey, Ryan, I'm so busy. I have so much going on. Like if you would have been like, what can I do to help in our adulting life to take that load from you. Because although that, that night was glorious, I still came home and had all of the other things to do. Yeah. Drop the ball on that one. Didn't I? No, it was lovely. I'm just saying, maybe if you read up on more about what the the love languages mean, you you would know. (laughs) You know, the interesting thing about that. And, and I do encourage the two of us to spend some time reading more about this or bringing, or bringing a podcast expert on who talks about love languages and can, can define them for us so that we don't have two more years of just assuming what we know. Um, you know, the interesting thing about that is this, when, when you give somebody something, because that's your way of expressing, like, I know you're upset. I know that you've got stress. I know you're worried. For me, taking it away is getting you literally picked up and put away. Mm-hmm. I'm literally taking you away from everything so that you can zero in on you, relax, breathe, focus. Because that's all I need when I'm stressed out is a momentary gap where I don't have to think about anything. So I give you that, right? And you come back to all of the other stuff, right? And so you're like, yeah, okay, but I still got to come back to all of this other stuff. And I get that. It's interesting because... When you give somebody something and then they talk about all of the other stuff, it really diminishes what you gave them. And I totally agree. And that kind of sucks. And I totally agree. When this happened, not once did I say any of those things. I was insanely grateful, beyond grateful. And this is the first time I've ever brought that up because I'm giving you an example of... Great example. Come on. No, I'm I'm saying it's a great example. I'm just giving you an example of how. Terrible example, Brittany. It sounded sounded sarcastic. I would never, ever, ever, ever be like, thanks for this, but I still, like, never. That's so rude. And if that ever happens to you, I think we've actually talked about this before where it's like, you want this control. And so your spouse tries to book like a trip for you or whatever. And like your immediate reaction is to be like, well, like we need this, this, and this. And like, we've talked about this because I used to be that person. I would be like, no, I'm not. You still are. I'm not. And I'm, I'm trying so much harder not to be that. That's why I book things now without asking you. And I, I I appreciate that. I think it's really good for us that you do do that. I book them and I tell you we're doing it. I like that for us because I very much will find all of the reasons we shouldn't go right now. In in general. No, I'm just like trying to be practical about like funds and like just life and where we get to do the kids. Like you are like, it's already booked. Like we'll fucking figure it out. That's why we work. (laughs) Right. This is why it happens. I remember that podcast episode and what was brilliant about that. We had a guest on and he was saying it was a he. Yeah. I, I know. I was like, that is, that is what I do to you when you book these things. And I find all of the things why we shouldn't go. And it makes you feel like your gift isn't enough. No. Well, it does that. But what it really does is it makes you think, cause you're like, well, we need to budget for this. We need to budget for that. It's like, wait a second. Do you think I didn't check to make sure we could budget for this? 
I realize I'm not good at this adulting thing, but I'm good <laughs> at math and the finances are kind of like my wheelhouse. Yes, but like, so when also, you're like, oh, can we afford that? Mm, no, we can't, Brittany. And I just booked it because I'm an hold idiot. Hold on. That's never what I said. But you are the spender in the relationship over me. So we can probably afford it, but do we need to? Could we save it? Could the we answer put is it somewhere always else? no. You don't need to. Again, until we you're would there, never go anywhere if we always listened to me. Until you're there. And then when you're there, you're like, wow, I didn't realize I needed this break. Did you hear what I said? We would never go anywhere if, if we always listened to me. I, I very much give you credit and kudos yeah. to that. You know what else? There's a lot of things that we did that were super risky that we wouldn't have done had it not been for me because you are risk adverse. <laughs> What? Yeah. Okay. You are. I don't understand what you're saying, but I appreciate it. No, no. no. Let's not do that. Okay. That's scary. So moving on. Moving on. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Garrett White. Yeah. That was like, I really liked that because that really relates to us right now. And I'm sure it could potentially relate to other people. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yeah. We just got out of a two year global, two and a half year global pandemic. Some say that it's still there. And some are preparing for wave number 17. Um, But what is happening, regardless of what you think about the COVID vaccine and all that fun stuff, what is happening is there is a global recession that is occurring. And unfortunately, what comes with that is some casualties, not physical. Well, no, but no, not physical casualties. People are in a recession. Unfortunately, people do lose their jobs. Okay. And this is sad. In their careers. In their Casualty careers. Casualty in their careers. Casualties in their careers. The work, work life casualties. Work casualties. <laughs> this is sad. And we saw this when the pandemic first came as well. A lot of people lost their jobs. And this is devastating. And it's terrible. And some of you, some of you will take this opportunity to create something for yourselves because you're at home, because you're with your spouse, you may suggest or you may think we are, you and your partner should start something together. Mm -hmm. A creation ship. And we, by the way, and completely agree with that and think, go ahead and do that. It's been wonderful for our relationship to do this together, considering we're doing all of these other things not together. This has been amazing. However, when you are doing things with your partner, and this opportunity does come up. Here are some things that we may suggest. Sure. I, honestly, this was the longest intro I've ever heard about <laughs> this video that we're talking about. You always rip on me for like starting out a conversation with some backstory. I literally like stopped listening. <laughs> Well, I, was fucking, me. I was like, I don't even know. Like, am I supposed to chime in here? Well, I was waiting for you to. You just I didn't know. The ball I did not listening. know because I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you suck today. I don't suck. I'm <laughs> like, is he like going to tell us about this video? Okay. So this video is about this guy and his wife. They both own their own businesses and they are at the top of the scale in both of their respective businesses and brands. And he's talking about how their couples who work together are in a constant state of heaven and hell in this like weird Bermuda triangle of like love and like frustration. And it stems because you, he said, me and my wife almost got divorced like six or seven times. First we fought about sex. Then we fought about um, the kids. And then once we figured that out, then we started like freaking out on each other because he was saying 
his wife is very high up in her brand. Apparently she's a hairstylist and she knows everything about everything in that brand. And she's like with celebrities and she's got her shit together. And he knows everything about his brand. And I don't really know a lot about him, but I think he's motivational, like speaking, whatever. So he was I'm like, I'm going to add nothing. Cause when I do, it's too long. No, I just like, I'm like, when are you going to introduce this video? <laughs> You're like the casualties of the pandemic. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You're usually so good at talking. Um, so anyway, he said as soon as I, and they both mutually respected one another's brand and business. He said, once I kind of took a step into her world to try to like, see what was going on, he had this like idea where he knew or thought different things about how she ran her business. Like he wanted to offer advice and she was like, bro, back up, stay in your lane. Like I know what I'm doing over here. And he said, she doesn't really know a lot about what he does. And so it kind of left the video. And she had her opinions of how he should run his business. And it kind of cut off. And it was basically an idea of at the end of the day, you both have to have respect for one one another in your own separate fields. You're not going to know everything about the other person's brand or business, nor should you. And I think that for us, this does get a little murky sometimes because we do work like in the podcast together, but we're both very creative people. (laughs) And sometimes when we are doing um, like a, like a brand or like a video shoot for a product, I feel like that is my world, right? Like that's what I live in. I love that creativity and you are also very creative. So you feel like, well, I'm going to add this, this, and this. And sometimes I think that it gets confusing when we want to be in part of a conversation, like to like roll it out where you think it's going to be really done like, well, this way where I'm like, well, this is kind of my wheelhouse. So if you could just like not do that, (laughs) would be great. And it gets like, we get in this kind of like a little annoying cold shoulder situation because we both are like the alpha in that like respect of that conversation. And so it was just an interesting conversation to talk about and read and listen to because it, we were like, we get like that, but how do you support your spouse in their business without like, you know, overstepping or stepping on their toes. The word was submissive. Mm, yeah. Be, you, you be, have to have a- be submissive, recognize that your partner knows what they're doing in their space Yeah, and really listen mm-hmm. and account. And he talked about it. Just the, the baseline of all of it was respect, just really respecting the idea that they know what they're doing. They're doing a good job mm-hmm. at what it is that they're doing. I think for us, what was really successful in the early stages is we didn't know how to podcast, right? And so what we did is we actually assigned roles and responsibilities in the early, early stages. Mm -hmm. You will do this, I will do this, you will do this, I will do this. And we stayed in those laneways. Where it started getting murky for us was when I started, it's like cross-pollination. I started coming over to your side because you needed support here. And then I started getting an understanding of what you're doing. And the more I started to understand the things that you were doing, the more I saw flaws in how you were doing them Mm -hmm. based off of my knowledge, previous knowledge and vice versa. And I think what's really frustrating in those situations is when you've got the hat and you're wearing the hat and someone tells you how to wear the hat. It's no different, really, Brittany, than what we were talking about me, me carrying up the uh, uh, the bookshelf. As I'm carrying up the bookshelf, you're asking me questions that have no merit 
to what needs to be done in the moment that I'm working really diff- at, a, at a difficult task. And it becomes really, really annoying. And so take the heavy lifting up the stairs out of the equation. When you're working on something that you know really well mm-hmm. and it's your thing and someone comes in and says, have you thought about doing it this way? But it comes, That's annoying. Yeah. It comes back to the idea of like set your intentions. If you're complaining about something at work or if you truly want advice before you talk to your partner, you say, listen, I really need, I would love some advice on this perspective or I just want to vent to you could you just like, let me speak? Like, what's the intent of the conversation? Otherwise, as a partner, I think you always kind of want to not play devil's advocate, but like kind of see like, well, how could we make this better? Like I need to input it. So just have that, have that intentionality before you do it. I will say that one of the most annoying things that ever happened is when we got on a brand, uh, uh, zoom meeting. Now this is your world. You deal with brands on a regular basis. Are we seriously ending with this? No, we're not going to end with this. This is, no, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I didn't, I wasn't submissive in this situation. I was me in the situation and I didn't fly. So I'm in your world. We're talking to brands. You understand the language. I understand a different language when it comes to business specific. And I was asking very specific business related questions on marketing And you interjected in what I was saying. And then I just was like, the fuck? And I kept talking. And you're like, whoa, I guess my opinion doesn't matter. And I remember saying, actually, Britt, your opinion does matter. And it matters even more when I'm finished talking. Yeah, it was really awkward. I was so mad at you that that moment. But I recognized when it was all said and done and I was done like clenching my fist. (laughs) (laughs) I recognize that these were conversations you have every single day and there's a knowledge that you had on that call. And what I was saying, it really did wasn't needed. It was just in a space where I was like this question, the A, they can't answer and B, it's not their job to answer. And like, it was like, you were talking for a long time that I was like, we need to move on to something else. Like this is, I was trying to be like cheeky. Cause like you guys know on the podcast, we fight and we bicker. And like, I thought that it would have come across that way. And he was like, actually, here are the divorce papers. I was like, <laughs> I was so mad. you don't interrupt someone but in a business it, it meeting. Comes, I know, but it comes as one of those things where like, you want to protect your partner. For me, I was like trying to protect you because I was like, Ryan, like fucking reel it in. This is not what we need to be talking about right now. So I'm trying to interject because I don't want you to be embarrassed. I get it. I totally get it now. Yeah. In the moment, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> so what I would say is this, when it comes to advice is number one, you're going to love your parent you're gonna love your parents you know love your partner (laughs) that's That's why you guys are wanting to do business together always remember that the reason you guys want to do business together is because you love each other when there is conflict create that baseline of we're doing this because we want to get closer together not because we want to get further apart because there are going to be times when you feel like you're further apart because it's less about the marriage and it's more about the business of it all Remember that it's all about love and respect. And if you keep it that way, everything is going to be good and wonderful. And recognize where people's strengths are. Stop it. Recognize where people's strengths are. And if it's not your strength, shut up. Be submissive. Yeah, I agree. Somebody has to be the dominatrix. So my kid's going to shit himself tonight multiple times. Yeah. And he's going to puke on me again multiple times tonight. No, he didn't puke last night on you. He did not puke last night on so me. So let's not exaggerate. He did puke today. Yeah, with me. Just not on me. Being a parent, by the way, being a parent, by the way, sucks. Why should 
you glitching? Yeah. Being a parent, by the way. Being a parent, by the way. Can I just say how weird it is that you get puked on and you're like cool with it? I know. Take yourself out for one second. Close your eyes and imagine you're like laying beside your best friend after a night of partying. (laughs) You're just hanging out, laying there. And then all of a sudden you hear, all of a sudden you hear is, uh, and you're like, hmm, I wonder what that sound is. And then your back gets soaking wet with puke. I can Happens. guarantee you your response isn't going to be like, oh, sweetheart, is everything okay? Oh, oh my God, okay. Let's get you to the bathroom. Let's get I you to the bathroom. I would do that with DK. It would be like, what the fuck did you just do to me? <laughs> I would, if someone vomited on me, I would throw up immediately on them. With, when your kid throws up on you, you're like, you're like, oh yeah, no, cool. No, that's all right. Let's just go and let's just go to the bathroom, puke. I'm going to clean this up with water. <laughs> Fucking parenting, man. That's it. What a trip. All right, guys. You guys have a great week because we're up to our eyeballs and shit and puke. Diarrhea. Bye. Diarrhea. Hey, everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.